1040.com podcast, your taxes, smart and simple. Hey, welcome to the 1040.com podcast, episode 20. I was just informed that it was 20. I thought we were on episode like 13, and they said, no, we think it's 20. So here we are, 20 episodes deep, and uh, we're still rolling, and it's been a really good time so far. Today, we've got two guests with us, James Stork and Ben Walker. Uh, James has been on the show before. Ben is normally behind the scenes on the show, um, in the studio, so um, we're going to talk about something really cool, the three of us and two more um, employees uh, from 1040.com, is that right? Can we say employees? Uh, From 1040.com, just traveled to the Dominican Republic, and uh, as you know, we partner with Healing Waters out of Colorado, and we do these vision trips where we go see the work that uh, Healing Waters is doing in countries uh, as a partner. And uh, we were excited, so we wanted to kind of have these guys on the show and just talk about what's going on in the DR, uh, what's going on with 1040.com and the partnership with Healing Waters, and just kind of give you some uh, behind the scenes of what that looks like. As you know, when you file, we give $2 to Healing Waters. And um, so we're just going to kind of go into that, what that money is doing and the life change that's happening in, in countries around the world, but specifically today, the DR. So, James, Ben, thank you for being here. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Paul. Yeah. It's good to be here. Yeah, so let's just let's just jump right into it. Let's go highlight from the trip. So, James, you start. Um, let's just talk about some highlights. I think it'll kind of open up conversation uh, to kind of give our, our viewers and listeners sure. what's going on there. Uh, so this is, of course, my, this is my third time down there. Um, got a chance to go with my family last year, and then we went a couple years ago. Um, so I've, some of the sites were familiar. I've been to them mm-hmm. before, uh, but I'm always impressed by uh, the community leaders that we get to spend some time with mm-hmm. and to hear them talk about what clean water has meant to them, uh, getting to hear the stories about what it was like before and then the way it has helped transform the community. Yeah. Uh, specifically, most importantly, the that... Uh, there's less illness uh, with kids. And, um, but, you know, we got to go to Consuelo and we talked with Pastor Julio there and he's one of my favorites. And just getting to hear, hear him talk and, and speak from the heart about uh, his ministry and, and his, uh, his relationship with Healing Waters and just what, they're, what he's able to do with their water systems to transform that community and mm-hmm. support that community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and provide for them. It's just uh, I never get tired of right. of hearing the story continues to grow as well, especially yeah. there. That's right. So Ben saw a lot of the trip through the lens of a camera. <laughs> so tell us uh, from from your angle. You see what I did there? Since Sue's not here, I got to kind of put a little spin on it. Uh, your perspective. You know, what, what's a highlight for yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a blast um, to get to see another country. Uh, for sure that I've never been to um, I have been you know traveled a little bit in my short life here but yeah <laughs> that was a, a unique thing to see you know James mentioned community it was unique to see how even though we were in a different place where finances and stuff are kind of could be a lot different than ours to see the common thread <clears throat> excuse me of humanity if you will mm-hmm. so people are still people they still smile and say hello and, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, their heart is definitely 
uh, big and they may not have as much as the average American or something would have, but they still were very welcoming. And, you know, it was cool to see that even though dynamics change, people are still uh, really cool to be around and hang out with. Right. So if you don't know, if you're kind of new to what we're doing, I mentioned it in the opener, but every time you file with 1040.com, we donate $2 to Healing Waters. And we were in Consuelo, and um, Pastor Julio, that James mentioned, said people don't realize what, what they do with $2. And uh, it kind of struck us. And then he went on to say that every drop tells a story. So this guy was, like, <laughs> loaded. And we had just explained to him what 1040.com is and what we do, uh, how we operate and why we were there. So he was trying to hear our story. Um, but I don't think we always realize what $2 can do. Uh, I know when you go into these communities and you see uh, just – not much hope in some of them, uh, but then you walk into one of these water stores that Healing Waters just put in, and you look at the technology, how clean it is, how much hope it's given. Right. Uh, touch on that some, like specific to uh, the water sites, maybe even how they operate, how they work, if we can remember. I know you <laughs> <Yeah>. might. <laughs> so, I, I feel like I could wire one of those things up yeah. or, or pipe it sometimes, <laughs> and then I try and tell through it, and I can't get it. But um, yeah. but talk about so we've kind of talked about life change of of a community, but more like specific to the stores, what that looks like, how they operate. Go ahead, James. Well, um, what I'm always fascinated by is how Healing Waters is able to engineer those systems in a way to where they can be implemented on a small scale mm-hmm. in some like Oyoscuro and, and some of those places where uh, it's literally like a 10 by 10. Right. Uh, concrete building and uh, they're they're able to install the system in there um, hook it up to a water source use gravity and um, to provide water pressure and and really it's it's very similar to some of the larger installations that we saw yeah. uh, where they have uh, you know what was it a, a 5,000 gallon reservoir tanks yeah. you know sitting side by side in the the sand filters, the carbon filters, and softeners, instead of being like this or you know they standing as tall yeah, they as just grow. we yeah. are, yeah. And um, I mean, I think it's a testament to Healing Waters and what their mission is and what they set out to do early on was to go into the community first and really identify the need and the facilities and the water source, and <clears throat> and then they could expand it and they you know they go in there they can make something really small, make something really big, but it all does the same purpose mm-hmm. at all that all use the ultra filtration membranes mm-hmm. to uh, purify and get the bacteria and viruses out of the water and uh, you know you end up with the same product right but um, right. I think that's really cool yeah so on a um, on a small scale we're talking hundreds of gallons a day right uh, it was probably the smallest we saw and then a large scale I think it was six thousand right in those larger installations yeah. they have you, you know we got to see they would have those five gallon water jugs stacked up on the side because a truck was going to come pick them up and right, deliver them somewhere. Right, yeah. You know, and in some places it's all just walk up. Yeah. So on top of that, maybe Ben, you could talk on this some, the, the sustainability model that Healing Waters puts in. Um, so not just show up, provide water right. and kind of baby that the whole time. It's more of a show up, get it going, get people trained and raised up and then pull out and back out of it oh, yeah. altogether. And they're still there for kind of remote support is how I would describe it. But yeah, kind of yeah. w- explain mean, they, what you saw through and, that. And they were, they were happy. The people there that were in charge and uh, the, uh, 
they were happy to see you, greet you with a smile, and they were proud of the work that they were putting in and the right. work that Healing Waters has, you know, obviously poured into them as well. Right. And so to see that ownership and that um, that work, you know, is something that they, the value that they put on it, that they can turn around and years later it allowed them to keep growing and mm-hmm. and reach more people. And, you know, starting with the basis of just water, everybody has to have water to live, obviously, but that kind of took care of a problem or helps take care of a problem so that they can continue to grow in their communities and their, uh, right. their reach with other things. And we saw that and like with how some of the places were growing with the, the bakery and um, other elements that just continue to build on top of that. And they were still looking to grow even more. So that right. was that was amazing to me to see how how it's it's not just here we'll, we'll help fix something it's like we're investing in you so that you can better yourself and right. and continue to make a big difference long term not yeah. short term so in the community bins referencing they they'd used water and i might get some of this wrong correct me if i do but in a nutshell they had used water to uh, reinvest the money that was being made off that and, and started a bakery and then using and to put into a school into a church that, that's right there on site and then so they get the bakery going, and it's this massive uh, operation. I mean, it was it was highly it was impressive. Important. It was yeah. very highly, highly impressive. Was, the bread was very good. And the bread was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're gonna uh, Sue, who's normally on the show, is gonna do a blog in the coming weeks, and uh, we'll we'll put some pictures on that, uh, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get you there at the end. Uh, but you gotta see some of this bread <laughs> and the donuts that we left with. Uh, but. <laughs> um, and then they'd taken some of the money from, from the, the bakery, and, and this guy was walking by, and we're just asking a lot of questions. Like, who's that? And he'd say, oh, that's our baseball coach. You know, and it's like, wait, you fired a baseball coach? <laughs> and it was like they just keep doing and growing, and it all started with water. And uh, now they've got this baseball coach that they pay uh, to keep the kids around after school gets out and to help develop kids yeah. uh, outside of school. So, uh, man, that's incredible. I want to talk about the kind of the way they – some people are kind of – don't understand why they would sell water, right? But it kind of, it's it's pretty easy to explain. Um, and and then the the pricing of it. If you want to touch on that, yeah. So they they set it up almost like a water store, uh, but they sell the water for typically uh, well, it's it's always less than half the cost of commercial water. Uh, usually, it's a third or a quarter or even less. Uh, and you know, there's. It, it's part of uh, having the the investment back into the the project. The, they have to have uh, maintenance uh, the, these uh, water systems, and so they that's what they use the money for. Uh, they even in the poorest communities, this is uh, they charge what people can afford. Right. Um, but they're able to take that and number one invest in maintaining the water store. Uh, they usually have one or two employees that work uh, the water store and then uh, being able to invest mm-hmm. in things like the bakery right. or, or in a school or curriculum uh, for the kids. So it, it, it's really neat how they do that, but it's definitely not a, uh, a profit-generating business, if you will. It's um, strictly to reinvest, maintain, uh, and um, they all seem to understand that and do a really good job right. with that yeah i think it's just impressive to see um when a community goes from not having clean water to not just having it but then that model you know where it's repaint itself they're able to do the maintenance that people are trained up and then from there it creates other jobs you see it a lot where um 
the, the community gets water and the water store is set up, but then there are still people a little further out that still have a hard time getting access to that clean water. So some, some local guys will go in and buy a tricycle, like kind of a motorcycle with a bed on the back of it, and now they're delivering water, yeah. and they, it just creates all these other opportunities um, based off that. It's super impressive. So uh, James and I are kind of competitive when it comes to sports, and we were told that there was going to be a baseball game. <laughs> and if you don't know anything about the DR, just know that baseball is the sport. It's not soccer. It's not basketball. It's baseball. So we loaded up some gloves. Ben had a drone and had his own, like, show going on. I, I, I can't <laughs> wait to see the footage from the drone. <laughs> so we played, um, we played a baseball game. We showed up to a community. We saw the water project and kind of what was going on there. And on the way in, there were probably, how many kids? Like 20 what, kids, 20 30? 30 kids, Easy. yeah. But Easy. then when we got back to actually play the game, I feel like that had doubled. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt really busy. <laughs> and, uh, of course, there's a language barrier. Right. Uh, but we got yeah. a baseball game going. And uh, I, who? This who, guy had some really, he had some good hits. One. We had one good. He had one good hit, <laughs> which was more than I had. <laughs> but it, it's it's it was so much fun. Uh, kids probably from oh wow. I'm going little eight to eight years old yeah, to eight to, to, to 19, 16, 20. 19, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, uh, and oh that was, was fun watching too. I mean you had the whole family, the community, yes. babies, and all the way up. Yeah, I kept thinking, you know, JJ that we travel with. I I could see JJ you know, having this thing like in the grandstands and there's like <laughs> hot dogs being sold. <laughs> and I kept joking that he was going to, so we brought our eye paint and our pants, you know, we were ready to go. No. Um, anything else you guys want to touch on? Maybe a, uh... oh, the coconuts. We can talk about coconuts. Coconuts. Go ahead. We decided, uh, you know, you see all kinds of stuff on the road as you're going down. Like, hey, what's that? What's that? What's that? You know, coconuts don't grow here in town. So, uh, yeah, no here. coconuts in, in <laughs> Franklin, North no, Carolina. No, not at all. So it's a, it's a rarity. And uh, JJ, he, he promised us, hey, yeah, we'll see about getting some coconuts. So we got to, uh, in one of the villages there, they had picked some right out of the tree, bagged them in. I mean, Those were fresh. Them in them. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, now, I'm not a connoisseur, but they told us <laughs> they came right from the tree. So, you know, it's not chilled in the fridge or freezer. I mean, you know, you're they're out there with machetes chopping those yeah. guys up. And, and there's a technique, right? We had to learn. Yeah, yeah. You have to kind of stand and put your hips back because there's no, like, yeah. good... Uh, we probably have a few yeah. good pictures. Yeah, there, there's some good ones. Yeah, well, there's some good ones on there. And then you eat the meat, got the, yep. cut that out and eat and, that. And we washed it with the clean water that yeah. we had there, too. I we mean, did. That was, we did. It was kind of a unique, not planned, I don't think, but that was, they're like, hey, hold on, we need to wash these off. So yep. wash your coconut meat off. and With the clean water. Yeah. 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 So practical. I mean, it all comes back to that practical yeah. sense. Yeah. I'm curious what you thought, um, just, you know, you were in Haiti less than a yeah. year ago, yeah. and um, on the other side of the, the island this yeah. time in the DR, and just, you know, any perspective you had on that? Yeah, I think, um, I loved Haiti. Uh, I absolutely loved the people there, loved the, the scenery, just the, I guess the culture of Haiti is, um, I don't know, it's unlike any other place I've ever seen, including the DR. I love both of them, but... Um, Haiti was just neat in a sense that, um, I mean, you're talking about a, a major uh, earthquake in, in the grand scheme of things not too long ago, and then just other things on top of that where they're still Hurricane. digging out hurricanes and 
um, just digging out and trying to just get ahead, you know, and trying to make the best of what's there. And um, so the water projects there um, were just different. They were in areas, um, some of theirs were really, really remote and they were just getting the water going. Some of them, the water hadn't even opened yet, uh, but we were seeing kind of what was going to happen and, and you could get an idea of what that community was going to benefit from having water there, but it hadn't opened yet. Um, whereas in the DR, I think we were seeing water sites uh, some that were new, but some that had that were pretty established mm -hmm. as far as maybe five, six, even I think one maybe ten years. Yeah. Uh, it, was a, it was an older site, uh, and to be able to see what they were doing, like we've touched on, uh, kind of throughout the years, and what that's allowed them to do, kind of gives me hope for some of the sites in Haiti. Yeah. You going, you know, like okay, I get it. Like this is what what these sites could do it's eventually. Process. The process yeah. of it, yeah. Um, is, so outside of water, the, the big differences that I noticed immediately was that there are red lights in the DR <laughs> and they kind of use them <laughs> and there are road signs in the DR and, uh, and they use those, I guess, to navigate. Uh, in Haiti, there, I don't know if we saw any red lights. And if, if we did, they were turned off or like just ignored altogether. Like you yeah. just kind of go. Uh, so the driving in the DR was, was not as crazy. Yeah. But it's fun. I love it. I love it. What else? We need to wrap it up. I mean, can we? Oh, Crickets. <laughs> Just, yeah. There's so much. There, there, there was a lot to take is. in. There, there really, is really a lot. Was. Yeah. I mean, it was. It was full days, uh, multiple sites a day, which was awesome because you know you want to make most of your trip down and make yeah. sure you can really see what's going on. Um, maybe one of the final takeaways for myself was I, I can be pretty skeptical when it comes to giving money to organizations yeah. and things but to really see um it in action as as proof of like this is what this is paying for you know there's not 18 staff members that are getting to something before it gets to the final result right. I and mean, it's it's kind of minimal minimalistic yeah. but that's what works yeah. and that's what yeah. helps yeah. and the best thing about that organization with healing waters and for in my opinion so right that, that was awesome to see that and, and see it over and over and over and over again. I mean, it's the proof is there. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't agree more with that. You know, you've seen Guatemala mm -hmm. as well, um, and then the DR in different sites there, me seeing Haiti and now the DR. Uh, it's the same thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> the stores look the same. You know, it's it's that model just over and over and over and over. Um, anything for you wrapping up? I'll just give a shout out to JJ. Uh, JJ's uh, JJ Gomez uh, is uh, he's field staff for Healing Waters. He's uh, in the Dominican Republic. He's worked for them for 11 years. He's typically our host when we go down there, and uh, he's an amazing guy. Uh, he's a big heart for uh, what they're doing down there for his country, the people, mm -hmm. and helping them. He's been called to do this, and uh, he's always super when when we get to go down there takes good care of us and um, uh, really helps you see the impact so yeah if you ever if you're ever feeling down just give JJ a ring <laughs> he's got a, he's got a, he's good for a joke or a, or something so a good story yeah and uh, if you can't find him under JJ go, go, Gomez it's a uh, uh, DJ go go Gomez that, that might be a way to look him up <laughs> um, no so if this is your first episode with us, and you're wondering why a tax company is talking about clean water and going to the Dominican and Haiti and Guatemala, 
go back, check out our, our homepage, 1040.com, uh, read about our give back, how we're partnered with Healing Waters. Uh, we've done, I believe, the first episode, episode one. We talk about that relationship, and throughout some of these episodes, you'll find more. On our blog, there's a lot of talk. On our Instagram, there's a lot of talk about Healing Waters and the partnership there. So go educate yourself on what we're doing with clean water. Again, every time you file, we donate $2. And this is just a glimpse of what that is doing. As uh, Pastor Julio told us, uh, people don't realize what $2 can do, and every drop tells a story. So next season, 1040.com. Uh, keep listening. Share this with your friends. Uh, learn more about our message and how we're changing the world with Healing Waters, and we hope you'll be a part of it. We'll catch you next time.